very fine grained as you get close to it. It's almost like a powder. Ground mass uh, is very fine. I'm going to step off the laminate. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. You really must uh, come by my studio one day. I'll show you exactly how it's done. Happy Saturday, everybody. Today, we check out the Space Above Us podcast. Space Above Us by J.P. Burke, a podcast about the history of NASA human spaceflight. New episodes every other Thursday. Let's give it a listen. Looks kind of interesting. So the space above us, man, it looks like he's done well. He's 140 episodes in. If he's doing every other Thursday, so every other week. So he's about, what, three years in, I'd imagine, at this point. Um, Straight to the point artwork, illustration of a space shuttle. Uh, Like I said, a podcast about the history of of NASA human spaceflight. New episodes every Thursday. That's it. Um, He numbers of the episodes. And I don't know what STS means, but I will say this. Um, everything looks good. He's getting a ton of positive ratings. Every episode is about 40 minutes. Uh, but he num- names his episodes 119-STS-49, 118. You know, 117-STS-45. Oh, he did do one where it was 118-Space Shuttle Endeavor. I don't know what STS stands for. I mean, is he try? If, if there's a theme he's going with here, then I get it. Um, but I'm not sure I get it. One twenty four dash STS fifty three. Last episode dropped. Well, I don't know. This is weirdly organized. If I look at him through Apple Podcasts, they group everything by year, and it's odd that they go upside down. They don't sort it the same. Um, let me see if I can look at this a different way. I apologize. I'm like trying to, here we go. Okay. They sort the episodes weird. I would look at how this is being sorted. I don't think this is me. Um, his episodes are sorted from first to last. So the top one is May 4th. I think this might have something to do with the crazy numbering scheme. Possibly. It's really weird. But his first episode, I'm not going to play that episode, obviously. Um, So we're going to go to, but then if you go to see all episodes, it groups them by year. So I see 2021 and it starts at January 7th. And then you have to scroll down to get to May 13th. It's really weird. We're going to check out the May 13th episode since that's the latest. The Hubble Space Telescope is in trouble uh, with the future of the orbiting observatory, blah, blah, blah. Okay. We're going to give it just one listen and see what we think. I don't have a whole lot to go from. Now, what I'm hoping happens, because it's so nondescript, 
is that it's just really well produced. That he doesn't have time to dick around with that stuff. Maybe he's producing so well with music and effects and audio clips, and he's putting so much work into the production of the show. He doesn't have time to figure out that you know episode numbers don't work, and that you actually do need an episode title to help with your um, your podcast distribution application SEO. You know, for Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Google and uh, Amazon, this SEO absolutely is is a thing, and you need to be using actual keywords for people to make, be find you. Maybe he doesn't need that because if you look at the size of the response he gets and the number of episodes he has, maybe he's just doing it, man. So we're gonna check out the May thirteenth episode. I'm praying. Pray with me. Pray with me that there are no ads. Pray with me that this guy is just so passionate about it and he's not just sitting down and going, okay, guys, today we're going to talk about the Hubble Space Telescope and what we think. Hopefully, it has good packaging. This is a good sign. Hello, and welcome to The Space Above Us, episode 133. Space Shuttle Flight 59, STS-61. He's refreshingly energetic and passionate. Easily, look at that. Listening to it for all of 10 seconds, I can already tell he loves what he does. Closing the door on spherical aberration. Can we take a moment to realize that this man's 140 episodes in and he sounds like he's recording his first episode? In fact, let's test that. Before we go any further... Let's go back. Let me go to episode two, the rise uh, before the rise of Mercury. Man flights that preceded Project Mercury and some of the project history before. That's four years ago. The first manned flight. Take notes, friends. Take notes. Four years later. For the Hubble Space Telescope. And what's happened in those four years? His audio is clearly improved. He maintains the same energy. Good packaging. Well-spoken. Pay attention, friends. Pay attention. That plan didn't quite work out as expected. We learned the importance of sanity checks, the value of proper documentation, and just how small 2200 nanometers really is. 2200 nanometers is an almost inconceivably small error, but it would go on to have major ramifications. Shortly after its successful deployment in 1990, the Hubble Space Telescope okay. found itself not the vaunted science. Okay, I don't hate it. He's he's definitely scripted. He's reading, um, which is okay. I don't I don't hate it. There's a there's a place for that, but it needs to be like you, you got to add a. It's like this: some songs that resonate with you as a human when you listen to music and you hear somebody playing drums. Um, there's a difference between drums that are quantized, where they're snapped to the beat digitally, and then there's a difference between drums that are played by a human, where they're just ever so slightly off, just enough to make it feel natural when somebody plays the drums. There's a different, it resonates different with you when somebody's playing naturally on a beat pad, on a drum pad, versus when it's quantized. I feel the same applies here when you're talking about, when reading from a script, you should read, but I think you should riff a little too. Memory on what exactly is wrong with Hubble. 
As we covered in extreme detail in the last episode, the problem lay in the... He's definitely reading. Since the edges of the mirror were slightly flatter than intended, light from distant stars was not being focused onto one point. Okay, so if he's... I mean, at this stage, it's almost an audiobook, you know? So, I mean, podcast is a podcast because of technology, but, I mean, he's entertaining. Blurrier and dimmer. Let's, re- let's, let's fast forward. Hotel room, is he doing anything or is he talking through the entire thing? With a task of this important, anybody going to of SD- Audio quality is fantastic. His voice is great. Energy is great. Paying off. A four flight. A four flight together. Full space tell. Hell, easier to see. Is that when the It would have been a disaster. The astronaut can't. Saw that an. Un- mm. After a flaw. I'll take that last one first. Validate the concept of on-orbit servicing. Haven't we been doing that for years? Yeah, sort of. But those missions were never really intended to be. Served. Okay, so he's he's actually got some Q and A going on. So he does show a little personality. See what I'm saying? When he steps off, when he steps off script, he sounds like a different person. But it also meant that they were relatively easy to service as a bonus. Also, despite some pretty intense polar arrays, next was replacing some failed rate. To be considered successful, so Hoffman and Musgrave would be replacing them, as well as some of the electronics. See how he does an interview. Episode 129, Astronaut Dan Taney interview. Room for experiments. Astronaut, I flew on STS-1. This is just one of many reasons why Dan is a pretty cool dude. Dan hasn't, this is a pretty lengthy of the audio. And when we were talking, um, you know, depending on how, how hard he's editing, JP, I would, abs- I would, I would look into either... Um, cutting, like cutting a little bit of those pauses out just to give it a little better flow. There is a, there's also, there's always a time for pauses, but I mean, there seems to be like a lot of pausing to take a breath and read. What the main topic for today would be, you mentioned that you, uh, also you can tell his audio clearly changed between recording and doing now. I can tell he's in an interview before I've even heard the interview, the conversation going motor, I guess. Yeah, so Watch. I guess what goes ending on the flight deck, that was difference. Story Musgrave. And I've actually, There's no reason for that difference. More on that in another episode. And when we were talking about timers all over the shuttle, we're talking about those little white kitchen timers with black buttons that are visible in so many space shuttle photos. I'll include a photo in the announcement tweet for this episode. Okay, enough preamble. Let's meet Dan. JP, good to see you. Good to see you again. Yeah, man. How okay. you doing? Well, thank you. Uh, yeah, so I guess what the main topic for today would be. We're getting and some. Uh, and, and, and there's nothing wrong with editing your interviews either. You know, when you open up with, yeah, so versus just jump right to the question. Cut it all that out. But that's just being picky. It's it's sort of. Okay. Um, uh, so hour, old, hour, we go a full hour long interview. Man, I love the concept. I love that um, he has the same energy. He's improved over the years. He's gotten better slightly. Um, I would argue that 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 in in the in the that you're in podcasting. I mean, I feel like you should be unless you're doing an audiobook type of thing. You should be taking time to how do I make this more entertaining? How do I make it so I'm not just droning on for an hour and people are just listening to me talk for an hour? I would add to it a little bit, subtly. You don't want to jar anybody. You've got a great audience. I would add some subtle things to it. Um, 
like things like you're doing with the interviews, right? You, you spice it up a little bit. I would pull audio clips. Now I know that you're going to wonder about copyright and things like that. Um, but you can pull some audio where, um, you know, the, there, there's all kinds of space audio that you can pull just to dress it up just ever so slightly, right? You don't want to polish it too much because the science crowd ain't about all that. I get that. But at the same time, you know, not everybody's binary and it's pleasant to add these little flourishes throughout your podcast to make it a little bit more gentle, a little bit more easier to listen to, a little bit more entertaining. Just you have to be very, very subtle about it. I love the artwork. Very short and to the point description. I would also add, um, you may want to consider adding proper titles to your podcast episodes. Outside of that, man, I'd give this one a, uh, mm. can you guess with me, folks? What do you think I'm going to give this? Ping me, text me, message me, uh, Facebook me if you guessed it with me. I'm going to give this one a 7.4. I hope that this podcast evolves over time because he's got something special. The subject matter is fantastic and interesting and engaging. He's a good host. He's a good reader. He's a good speaker. He's got good audio. Great concept. It's the 7.4 for me. So I'm going to be dropping him a five-star rating and a great review on uh, Apple Podcasts. And um, tomorrow, tomorrow we're going to check about check out Brett and Tony, the Brett and Tony show. I don't know. Happy Saturday, everybody. Talk to you soon. Come on, come on, come on.